This is the Red-Blooded Outdoors podcast. Correct. <laughs> That's a factual statement. Welcome back, fools. Welcome back, fools. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with people this all the time talking about, what up, fool? What up? Break yourself, fool. That's that's famous. That's famous what? The famous movie quote. From what what movie is it from? I don't know. I just feel like it, right. I've definitely heard it in a movie. But I, check yourself, fool. I feel that's like what Tupac says all the time. Probably. Or what he said all the time. Says. Because <laughs> Tupac's alive. Yes. Okay. Uh, with Elvis. Mm-hmm. Elvis ain't. Tupac is. Jim Morrison. Yeah, not him. And Adolf Hitler. Adolf ain't either. Down there in Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. As far as that, don't believe me? Ask him. We got the Ratchaloon and Tulo G. (laughs) (laughs) Tulo G's becoming a regular on the podcast. About every 10 minutes. Got to hit that podcast. That's what he was saying all week. Got to hit that podcast. You like doing a podcast, don't you? Yeah. I like like you being on it. I like you being on it. Do you got something you you want to bring? Some some, uh, content? You got some meat? For the the folks. I don't know. Well, be thinking about it as we talk. I was thinking about everybody being phone addicts. Phone addicts. Yeah. Phone addicts. Dang. Whoa. <laughs> Dang. I mean, you're coming off the reel with some phone addicts? Yeah. You know, that is one thing. If you get off in the woods, I can't stand for people to be on their phone in the woods. Oh, I know. While you're out there hunting. Even even not hunting. Like, if we're out, if we're out like, bush hogging or something. Yeah. I don't. I don't even get on my phone. Right. I might. I might get on there. You know, like during lunch when we're taking a little break or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. But most of the time we're just sort of chilling. Yeah. If I mean, why are you even out in the woods if you're on your phone? Exactly. Like Facebooking and Instagramming and all that. Hey, and I'll tell you, I'm the first one. Once once something happens, well, dang, take a picture real quick and you know. Or if something cool's out there, you know, get a video going or something like that. Yeah. Need to draw back a little bit and enjoy the moment more. Be more present. Don't be so quick to flop that joker open, wanting to hit a picture so fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember when, uh, back when, shoot, you and Buck was little cell phones. Wasn't even a thing. Well, yeah, they was, but they didn't have cameras on them. Yeah, they were Nextails. Yeah, so it wasn't, you know, let me take a picture real fast. Let me take a picture real fast. Now you had to whip out that Polaroid, son. I mean, that's one of the first things I do is pull that phone out to get a picture real fast. Need to draw it in a little bit. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the whole experience. Get that picture in a little bit, G. Just calm down. I mean, I feel like daddy should just go back to a flip phone anyway. I would rather not even have a phone. Hey, no. I don't think we even had a house phone since you was a baby. We might have remember us ever having one. We might have had one when you was a little baby. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the, we did. About the time two or three years old, 
I don't think we've had a house phone since. Do you know anybody that's got a house phone? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I know anybody that's got a house phone. Gee, have you ever even used a house phone? No. No? <clears throat> I'm trying to think. I don't know nobody that's got a house phone. Mm-mm. Well, I do take that back. The schools and stuff use like a phone, like a house phone. Right, yeah, they got a landline. Yeah, yeah. landline. Right. Yeah, that, I got one of those at work, but Yeah. I uh, mean, like our cousins up in Tennessee, that's yeah. how that they got they got a house phone up there. Because you can't hardly get no service up there. Right. That well they up there in the show enough hollers. Yeah. I mean they don't up there in them ridges and hollers and mm-hmm. That's whatnot. the that's the only people I know that's got a house phone. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what ma- what made you just all of a sudden bust out with that, G? Talk about people's only phones all the time, cause you ain't got no phone. I think that's. I think I think G Money will be sitting there on the couch watching TV, and we'll all be on our phones going through Facebook or TikTok, and G Money's like, "These jokers just on that phone." I'm sitting here staring at the wall. I'm having to watch Wicked Tuna. <laughs> Man, we've been busy, have we not? Oh yeah. Slap dab busy. Got the piece of property we lost uh, that sold that we was hunting on that we've had for multiple years. We've talked about the property before on podcast, so I ain't going to indulge too much on it. But we went out there. Got uh, all of our stands up. Got our tree stands up. And, man, was that not a fiasco on the way back home? So that, we, that was rough. We went out there in record time. How many stands did we pull? Four. Four stands? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four. We pulled four stands. You sure? No, no it was we pulled, three. We pulled three stands and got the chairs and stuff out of our shooter house yeah. out there. So we pulled three stands. We, we, was, we was racing the heat. G didn't even get up. He was asleep. G or Buck. I know it. And a buddy of ours, Shorty, went out there with us, and we pulled three ladder stands in record time. We left the house. What time did we leave? At 7? Yeah, a little bit after, maybe 7.15. Left the house at 7, stopped by the world-famous Bojangles. Got, Got us a Cajun chicken fillet <laughs> with some bow round on a Diet Coke. Uh, drove, it's about 40 minutes out there. Yanked them three stands and was headed back home by about seven thirty seven or excuse me eight thirty yeah, eight forty. Say, we 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 was definitely out of there by nine. Yeah, and we we was trying to beat the heat. So we, and we did, and we and we hit the road. We turned out on the highway, and Shorty had his hand out the window, and he said. You got a headlight that holds water or something? Which I do got a headlight that holds water. And I said, yeah, why? And he stuck his hand in the window. And he said, hey, there's all kinds of water coming over on my hand. And I said, huh? I don't know what's up with that. And uh, he said, well, you ain't running hot, are you? And I, I looked down and I said, no, I ain't. And we made it about, what, two more miles. Yeah, Daddy, Daddy looks down at the dash. He goes, huh, my dash says I'm running hot. <laughs> <laughs> so we whoop it over right yonder in the barbecue place. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, luckily I had two jugs. Well, one one was slap full and one yeah. was half full, so I had a gallon and a half of water. And uh, and I knew if we filled it up and didn't have no stops between there and the parts store, that we'd make it. So we pull we opened up the hood. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Opened up the hood. And seeing that I had a heater hose busted, I said, Hosh almighty. And we was talking about how to fix that heater hose. And I looked at it. If you remember right, I looked at it. And I said, well, could just cut it off and go straight to the motor right here. Yeah. And be done with it. And uh, we did. Mm-mm. We All we did what we didn't even connect it we didn't even not that time not that time we just put water in it and tried to make it to the parts to the parts store to get a to get a coupling to go in the middle to run it like that you know so so we we get to the parts store of course we open up the hood and it's just there's just steam smoke everywhere right and we go on the uh daddy and shorty go on the parts store and come back out with a coupling we cut it hook it to itself clamp it down we're like oh yeah that'll hold right there at least till we get to the house right we fill it up with water right or we actually got antifreeze from the parts store that time mm-hmm. filled it up with antifreeze head on down the road how many miles you think we got down the road not not maybe two miles Ma- maybe two miles yeah and it done busted again it busted again so we pull over this time on the side of the road we, we didn't have no parking lot or nothing to get in. Open up the hood, and it's busted back behind where the coupling is because the hose done got so weak. So we cut some more off and just put it back together. And then we we let it run like that. We put some water in it. This time we was filling it up with antifreeze we had left and bottles of water. And then we hooked it back up. Went on down the road, and probably, what, not even two more miles down the road? Mm-hmm. It blew again. Right. So we pulled into the old store on the side of the road, and we was out there, and Danny goes, I'm I'm going to hook it back to itself, or hook it back to the motor. Yeah. So we just hooked it right back to the motor. So, so what that entailed was taking the, the, the air from the air cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the motor, that pipe, loosening it up, pulling it back, taking the one heater hose off, just taking it completely off, and running that heater hose to the motor. Mm-hmm. Just take it completely out of the equation, the one that was busted. So, so how many times did that hose break, as or bust rather, as we did that? As one, Four. one, uh, one time. And we made it to the parts store mm-hmm. two times when we pulled over at the other place, three times when we made it to Coots Lake. So we had four stops and three bust, right? Yeah. To where if I would have just done what I knew was right to begin with, we wouldn't have had to stop any of those times. And by the time this come upon us, I think we got home at like what eleven forty-five. Yeah. At eleven, all them stops, 
getting all that water, spending that money on that coolant for nothing. I think it costs for the coolant. The coolant I bought, which Shorty bought the one coupling. Yeah. And then I bought another coupling. I mean, had about 40 bucks wrapped up in about eight miles. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? It's called efficiency, son. That's called stupid. <laughs> it, it made me think, you know, we almost all the time know the right thing to do. Yeah. Almost always know the right thing to do. Not just in something simple mechanically, but in, in uh, coinciding with sin. Right? We hate sin. Mm-hmm. And, we, and we generally struggle with it. Mm-hmm. And still sometimes just do the wrong thing. I am so grateful that God is faithful to forgive. Because, I mean, that you might look at that and say, well, you know, Daddy, that was just, you know, a mishap. You had your head up your butt or whatever. But that's how it happens. You have your head up your butt. The right thing crosses your mind, and you go with the other. Usually the other is the easiest thing. Exactly. You, usually the right way is usually the hardest way to do something. Yeah. But it's only hard because it's right. So, I chose to try to beat the heat. Wanted to stay comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. I ain't got no air conditioning in my truck right now. I ain't got no heat now either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chose, like a moron, to say, okay, I'm going to do the quick fix and just ride on to the house. That didn't happen. Made it ten times harder on all of us. To where if I just done that, I mean that was the first thing I said was I'll just run it straight to the motor. Yeah, and just pretty much bypass that other one. I mean a hose a hose blows for a reason. It blew for a reason. It was weak. Yeah. And and the moron that I am said, well I'll put a coupling in it and it cut the blow spot out like it wasn't gonna blow somewhere else. Yeah, really. Like it wasn't gonna blow somewhere else. So I just, you know, I thought about that for two days after that happened. You know, how easy it is to to let the comfort and what you're gonna do in anything, right? In yeah. in any thought that you have, and that sin, you just open that door for that to come in there. I mean, that's how. I thought That's how it is with just about everything. Like I said, like I said, the, the right way, ninety nine percent of the time is going to be the hardest way to do something. Yeah. But that's why you don't do the right thing all the time because you look at it and you're like, dang, that's going to be really hard to do. Yeah. So if I take a few shortcuts here and there, I might get the same result. But I mean, it's gonna, it's just gonna drag out, and it's not going to be worth it in the end. Yeah. You could have just bought if you just took that hose out of the equation run it back mm-hmm. we would have been home no problem no right. no money spent nothing but we took we was like well we could just do this for now and fix it later on down the road and yeah. that'll be fine right but we couldn't and all that work we had to put in just for being stupid you see how i'm coinciding that though with your sinful nature mm-hmm. you know 
it's it's easier just to go off off the whim in anger and holler and pitch a fit and think think you're gonna get somebody to do what needs to be done or what's gonna make your day easier yeah your time easier you know mm-hmm. so on and so and that goes on down the line from what you consider to be something really small like that on up to the biggest thing you could think of but it made me think about that yeah it, uh, did you think about that? Now, now that you've put the thought in my mind, I see it now. Yeah. But I didn't think about it at first. I challenge you the next time something, something crosses your mind to think, okay, do I want to mess this up and have to deal with it three or four times? <laughs> or do I want to do what's right? Do I want to ask God to lead me and do what's right? Yeah. You know? And, and nobody ever always does what's right. Because there's probably somebody out there going, oh, I would have just took that hose and hooked it back. Probably not. Maybe. Maybe. And More than likely and by not. The, by the time we got down and dirty with it, I mean, all that stuff was show enough hot. Like, the, <laughs> the motor never did overheat. No. But I'm talking about... But it was, like, hot to the point where, like, putting on gloves to even get near the hose yeah oh yeah we was having like, to you wear was gloves. like burning your hands if you touched because you had all no that gloves. hot coolant and at one time we pour, had to pour straight water in it because we wasn't nowhere near I mean, bottles of water yeah. i'm grabbing bottles of water out of the case in the back pouring it in the radiator right, you need to replace that too by the way no that <laughs> that was that was probably my water it was in the bed of your truck that we used for your radiator so you need to replace that by the way Gee, you didn't chime in on that story none. Which you wasn't there, but what's yeah. your thoughts on it? Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, and then what G's we becoming like a mascot. He is. He, he's different. <laughs> Crazy. Binya, binya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't, don't even bring that up. Oh, no. Right <laughs> tire. That's exactly what that binya, binya sounds like. So, uh, so, yeah, we got the stands up. We get them home. We get the stands home. And we tell Buck and G to come outside. It's y'all's turn. G-Money ain't even here no more. G-Money done gone. He done went back to the house. Yeah. I joker knew work was coming. Yeah. Boy, if you don't do something with that dog out there barking. I don't know why he does that. Well, you're taking the easy approach on training that dog. What you're doing... Is you're saying I'm gonna wait till Daddy's had enough, and let Daddy deal with it. That's what you're doing, right? Look, he ain't even barking no more. Cause he heard he he heard me talking about Daddy getting out there, yeah, handling that business. So yeah, we got that done. Man, I hate to lose that piece of property. Looks like we're gonna be hardcore public landing it this year, son. Mm-hmm. Gee, you ready to get your first public land deer? Yeah. First public land deal. G Money ain't killed a public land. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. G Money ain't killed nothing public land. Well, I took what was it about two years ago? I found this jam up spot on the power line to take G Money deer hunting. Youth season. Yeah, it was on a youth hunt. Only the youth could shoot, right? And I think well, you told you, this story. Well, you and Buck was on the other side. Yeah. You were still able to hunt the youth story. No, I, I didn't tell that story. Oh, I thought you did. So, uh, found a jam-up spot on the power line where G-Money could see for hundreds of yards. 
And I said, I, I set him up where we can see these deer coming from a long ways away. And uh, he'll be able to get him one here. I know he will. So we get down in there and we go we go down in this creek bottom and we get up on this ledge and we're watching this power line. And we had seen that, that somebody had set a blind way up on a hill. Yeah. Now, now we knew the location of the blind from when we was walking in because we walked in at such a high elevation we could see them. But there was no fear of them shooting toward us or us uh, yeah. shooting toward them at the angle it was at. And I told G, I said, well, that, that right there might pose an issue because they're probably going to be able to see the same deer that you can see. But I said, this this is the spot we got. This is what we're going to roll with. I mean, it, it's public land. Mm-hmm. It, it, sometimes you're going to have that. Right, right. So we, we got set up, and it got, what, 30 minutes after daylight? Yeah. G said, I see a deer. And I looked over there, and it was coming. It was about 200 yards away, maybe a little further, coming out the pines. And as soon as that booger got all the way out in that power line, wha-pow, wha-pow, that thing took off running back in the woods. I said, I don't think they hit that thing, G. It didn't look like they hit it. Well, we sat there a little while later. Here come another deer, another doe out. Wha-pow, wha-pow. Wow! I mean, this thing got shot at three times. They didn't hit it. I said, "Dad, bomb, son. That poor little kid can't shoot." And it, it sounded like a couple of those shots the second time come from the other side of the power line. And um, so it, then here come a buck, a, yeah. a decent buck come out. I said, "Oh, gee, here's a buck." I was hoping. Whatever kid was shooting had hit one of those deer. And they went and, off and the they track. Were, and they were done. You know what I mean? And here come this buck out. And about the time I'm getting G set up, whoop-pow, whoop-pow, whoop I'm talking about it was like World War Three out there, son. They was a slew of kids out there somewhere because they went to shooting left and right. That deer run, that buck turned around and run right back in the woods. Finally, I told G, I said, G, I'm sorry. I, I picked the wrong spot. I said, them deer is coming out right there where I thought they was going to come out. But I didn't get you in the right spot to cut these other people off. This, this is crazy. And he said, well, I, we, we can just roll on out. So remember, we met you and Buck up there at the truck. And yeah. remember remember that uh, one truck that come out and stopped and said, y'all have any luck? I said, no, we... We kept getting cut off. He said, cut off? Like he didn't believe me. <laughs> and I thought, I know good and well that you and that little girl was one of them over there shooting. Oh, yeah. It, you absolutely was. Yeah. <laughs> like getting cut off by bullets. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we'll try that again, though, G. Yeah. We'll try that again. Um, I don't know why I was thinking this, but... I about the only, I don't know why I was saying it, but the only hunting I think I would just drop everything to do is coon hunt. Oh, yeah. Talking about? Like, like I had something planned that night. Yeah. And then somebody's like, want to go coon hunting? I'd be like, yeah, done. I'll be there in a minute. I don't know why I was thinking that. I don't either. Like, like deer hunting, I just, 
it don't interest me anymore. Yeah. It don't. Since hmm. I don't know if it's just because it's hopped up so much or it's because everybody does it. But it's even turkey hunting. Yeah. Like, I would, I would rather not turkey hunt. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that. Hmm. That's interesting. If if I had if I had the places to hunt, like I had back in the day, like when you was a little kid, or right before you was a little baby or born, I'd still coon hunt. But I ain't got them places no more. About the only way you can get places like that is to be in a hunting club or something. Now you gonna have to move from here. Oh yeah. If you gonna have a bunch of spots, or yeah. are you gonna have to have deep pockets? And lease every dang piece of property that comes up the lease. Yeah. And I, and I ain't trying to do that. Buy, buy a pine log. I ain't, yeah, buy a pine <laughs> log. We, we're going to do a podcast about pine log here soon. Yeah. And talk about pine log. Uh, so, yeah, we got the stands out. What else has been going on, man? Hmm. I mean, we just... I, I, we, uh, me and your mama went up to the Mid-State Mile. That's what I was about to say. You and mama went up there. Yeah, I went up there to to see a bunch of my friends to root my boy John Gordina. John Gordina. Uh, on at the Mid State Mile, that that was a really awesome experience. Real awesome experience. I man, I I really can't even explain it myself. I wasn't there, but maybe two and a half, three hours tops. Three, that, three hours that, tops. You weren't there that long, and there was one picture. One picture on Instagram that come out of that, and I was like, "We are never gonna hear the end of this." It was when you and uh, what's her, Amy Tucker? Is that her name? Salty Bridges. Uh, I, no, they. She posted a picture of me and Amy Hall. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and she said it was like two of the best turkey hunters in the <laughs> southeast or something <laughs> like that, and I'm like, "We are never." Ever gonna hear, and I, hear and the I, end of this? And I ain't even said nothing to you about it. That's a lie. What That's a, a lie. We got this group chat on our phone. A group chat on our phone. We send phone addicts. We send pictures and stuff back and forth, and you put it in the group chat with the caption, "Ha ha ha, the best." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's like that's like when. Uh, Chad called me a coon hunting legend. I had to just rub that on y'all for a, for a good while. You sent son. that you sent that picture in the group chat in Austin. He goes, "I knew you'd send that eventually." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, Jeff Forster introduced me to her, and uh, I can't wait to talk Ooh, with her. That's some another more. thing that happened. I got to meet Jeffy for. Yeah, we went and ate, yeah. we ate, uh dinner with him and. J.D. Malone, Malone and Blake and up there at the barbecue house. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Me and G's going to start going to some barbecue places and doing some reviews outside. <laughs> we, we done been talking yeah, about it. Y'all just wait for this. This yeah. is going to be funny. And since you never would fire up the YouTube channel, G-Money's taking that spot, son. G-Money's become the videographer. G-Money's taking the spot. I'm going to fire up my own YouTube channel. It's going to be a YouTube channel dedicated to bombing y'all's barbecue food reviews. <laughs> so y'all are going to be like sitting there eating barbecue, and I'm just going to come and stand in the middle of the camera and be like, y'all don't want this barbecue. Let me tell you about this barbecue. Yeah. That's going to be mine. I, I once again, uh, once again, uh, mm -hmm. defended my 
fishing championship. It's not what I heard. I I defeated Buck two to zero. Oh, and I G thought. didn't catch nothing. Because G money was hand fishing. Hey, I can't help what G does. Oh, I'm telling you, me me and two of my friends went fishing. Yeah, so I'm t- I had a biggin. I swear that was a Goliath grouper in that pond. <laughs> that was a red snapper, son. Of course, I I hooked that fish, and I know right. it was a fish because I can see my line moving back and forth out there. Right. And my pole bent. I mean, it looked like a U right. sitting there. And I start re- like it was so big when I tried to reel, my fishing pole would just turn because my reel wasn't strong enough. I ain't strong enough to reel it. It was so big. Yeah. Ooh, telling you, and then you my weak. line snapped. You weak as cat's water. Son. I think my line only snapped because that fishing pole's have never been restrung since yeah, it's, it's probably, been bought. It's old, it's old as Methuselah. Yeah, we've had ain't that old. I ain't the no. the line when you consider fishing line. Yeah. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, I guess so. It's old, big time old. So me and James, a buddy of mine, James, we're talking about you know how we went deep sea fishing last year. Mm-hmm. We're James started looking today on fishing the flats down in Florida. I've yep. always wanted to do that, fishing the flats. So we're either going to book a trip to fish the flats or we're going to book a striper fishing trip up here, probably okay. probably Lake Lanier, or a trip fishing the flats. You got any input on that? Well, I don't really know what it means, fishing the flats. So... Well, in the in the flats, you you're fishing like uh, intercoastal waters. So you're fishing for like redfish. Are and, you on a boat though? Yeah, you're on a boat. Or fishing for tarpon, but like the tarpon, if you fish for them, they only put like two on a boat for that. Hmm. But if you fish for the others, you know it's four to six yeah. people on there. Okay. So that's gonna be. It's going to be one of those two trips. Uh, it's going to be our fishing trips this year. I think I'd rather do that than fishing striper. And I'm putting up. Uh, man, I hope I get an alligator tag this year. I hope I get one. Putting in for that. I got three priority points. And I'm going to try to put. I'm going to try to put in for one of the. Well, I am going to put in for one of the lesser. Uh sought after zones yeah just to try to get an alligator because i tell you what it and somebody may say well if, you know if you if you don't want to get one like that what's the point or if you feel that way about that and why even get one when i went alligator hunting i've been twice and when you see a 12 or 13 foot alligator i mean them things is anywhere from forty to sixty years old, that big. I mean, they, this animal potentially is older than me. Yeah. And here I am out there messing with it. You know, trying to kill it, just so I can eat him. You know what I mean? I, when I seen when we seen one that was, if I had to guess. Not ever, you know, holding an alligator or wrestling a show enough. When we hooked one that was about seven foot long, and that booger about jerked me out of the boat. Um, we seen one we believed was about 12 foot long. And I said, man, 
there ain't no telling how old that thing is. And I, which I, I went on ahead and threw the hook out there to try to hook him. But as I was doing it, I was like, I don't even know if I want to get one this big. Like, not, not in fear of the fight that it was going to give. But that thing, you, can you imagine what all that thing's seen in its lifetime, what it's been through? A wild animal that's 40 to 60 years old? You know what I'm you get what I'm yeah. you get what I'm laying down here, G? What's your yeah. thoughts on that? I don't know. On on you know, getting an animal that's way older than you. What what's your thought of that? You're finally just now, G, getting to the age where you're older than most animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, G. How Let old are you? About thirty. Thirteen. Let me tell you, if you're going to be on this podcast, I don't went through one person, Cooney, not wanting to talk. And I had to interview him for the first 32 episodes. I ain't interviewing you, G. You hear me? You're old enough now. <laughs> you're, you're old enough now to not be interviewed if you're going to be on the podcast. You heard? Yeah. All right, then, you fool. You better check yourself, fool. So, yeah. Hopefully get an alligator tag. We're about to fire up the bows. It's sort of a lull right now. Just fishing a little bit here and there. That's, yeah, just sort of about chilling. There's a big bow shoot about to, about to take place up there in Rome. So we're about to get fired back up on That's the bows. what, July, what did y'all say, 24th? 23rd. 23rd. And uh, going to go up there and shoot. I had my bow out last night looking at it. Yeah. Me and Buck did. Need to get it fired up, son. Get up there and go shoot. I seen the most ridiculous thing I ever seen today. First, what's first off, what's the most ridiculous thing you ever seen, G? Anything off the top of your head? Something you seen? You just thought this is the the most goofy thing I've ever seen in my life. Cooney today. What about you, Cooney? The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh. Something you probably done. Well, what was it? Something. Well, I don't know. You you're pretty ridiculous. Well, if you don't have probably that video I have saved on my phone where you're just like <laughs> at the top of your lungs. <laughs> well, I seen the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life today when Cooney <laughs> is sitting at about two hundred and eighty pounds on the hoof. <laughs> calls me up. And I, well, I called him. Mm. I said, Cody, where are you at, man? We got to do this podcast. He said, I'm about to head home. I just traded for something. You wait till you see what it is. I said, all right. So he gets here. He comes in the door. He ain't have nothing in his hand. I said, well, what is it? Let me see it. It's outside. It's outside. So I get up and put my spares on. Meander <laughs> on out there. <laughs> and there sits a Coleman mini bike <laughs> now now I looked at this thing and I thought this thing don't even run and he's going to want me to help him get it running and I really ain't wanting to work on this thing <laughs> I said Cody you don't need this thing does it even run he said yeah it runs and he set his big tail on that thing and took off up the driveway with that octopus hanging off the back of his head. 
That is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Man, that me. thing is sweet, son. You ever watch that cartoon Grape Ape? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Daddy just comes up with these cartoons. It's a Hanna Barbera cartoon. <laughs> wow. I'm still even lost more. You look like Grape Ape with long hair <laughs> on that mini bike. You need to be in a circus somewhere. You need to be in the Hillbilly Circus. Riding that mini bike around, saying, "Look at me, Ma! Look at me, Ma! Look at me, Ma!" Did you notice the LED headlight that I put in it? That thing is too bright. What are you gonna do with that thing? You're gonna not gonna ride it around in my yard and make a track. You're not gonna tear my grass. I was up. actually gonna make a dirt bike track in the yard. No, you're not. <laughs> I'll find no. somewhere to ride it. You don't. All right. So you told me the other day. You said, "I'm getting me a bike." And every Saturday morning, I'm going to the Silver Comet Trail, and I'm going to ride my bike. And you got a bike. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. And you started working out in the garage again. I said, well, this joke about to get get a fitness on. And now you've showed up with this mini bike. What What is going on with you? I'm a, I like to trade. I like to do stuff. You, you can't tell me... You want to ride that mini bike? No, I do you not. You know you do. I do not. And you, that thing is too loud. That thing sounds awful. It's a mini bike, especially starting up. Yeah. It's a mini bike. It's not going to sound like a 2020 Lexus. So where are you planning on riding this mini bike? I'll find somewhere. We lost a hunting property. I know. We lost a hunting property. I'll find somewhere to ride it. Hush, Almighty. You remember that? That four-wheeler shorty had. Oh, yeah, that... Down there in Washington. The first four-wheeler. That killed all the mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, when you was on that mini bike, that's what that reminded me of. That thing would scare every deer in the woods out. And that light you got on it looks like you're going to land a plane. <laughs> looks like you're calling. Well, well, see, we was out there and we was piddling around with it, and that light that was on it was like a... Like the OG light that come on it. Still yeah. work. It's just that orange type light, that yellow type light. That'd be aight. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put one of them pod lights on this thing. In the middle of the handle. I might, No, I was going to put one inside like the bulb and just put the cover back on the bulb and I'd have a pod light inside that. Oh, that thing would have lit up the world sun reflecting off that. And then uh, Matt, one of the guys I work with, he come down there he said, I got I got one of those just like that. Let me show you what I put in it. He brings this little LED bulb that fits right in it. Put it in there, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's money right there. Uh huh. What What do you think? G, now G wants to ride it. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't you? you <laughs> G G wants to ride it so bad he can't stand it, son. You need to be careful on that thing. Oh, it's a mini bike. Yeah, well, I know it. You need to be careful on it. it. When you was riding in the yard, is that as fast as it goes? Yeah. And you, yeah, it's only got, it's only the one gear, one speed. So that thing's struggling with you on it, boy. No, it ain't. Let me tell you, Michael, my buddy Michael, big time. Yeah. He was riding that thing. Now it was spitting out black smoke when he was riding it, but <laughs> he had that thing bogged down. I'm just, I'm just trying to live my life, Daddy. Live my youth life. And, and 
Cooney's going to a Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> concert in Alabama. Yeah. What do you think about that, Money? Huntsville, son. Sounds like he's going there to do something else with his boyfriends. What? Wow. <laughs> wow. G-Money's getting silly, son. But. That, um. Yeah. That's a big trip for me in my head for you to go. To Huntsville? Out to Alabama. It, for a concert. So I, we looked it up on the map. It's about two hours and a half. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours to get there. Right. So we, we figure we're going to leave Friday night. The The concert's on Saturday. Okay. At 7.30. I'm like, yeah, I'm not waking up real early in the morning to go all the way up there. So my buddy Michael, his mom works for some hope for a hotel chain, so she got us a free room. Yeah. So we just we're gonna go up there on Friday night when I get off work. What what hotel y'all staying in? I think it's a Hilton. What? I'm pretty sure it's a Hilton that she because she like runs like the food parts of the Hilton. Yeah. So pretty I'm pretty sure it's a Hilton. If I go anywhere and get and get a, a room, I do not get no Roach Motel. I do not do that. I'm a big Motel 6 fan. I, I go to the Hilton or something like that, and not because I got to be uppity, but when I was policing, I went to so many of them hotels, so many of those hotels, that was just rough. That was just, no, I don't do that. I got to stay at a higher end hotel or i just lay there all night waiting to hear something happen just lay there with my eyes open waiting to hear something now we did go alligator hunting one time and stayed in stayed in a place i really didn't want to but by the time we got off the water it was so late you know we didn't feel like running around trying to find something and and it was so late by then most everybody had done chilled out you know yeah they done got the, whatever they was going to get into that night was over with, you know. But when I go somewhere, that's I like the Hiltons, man. I like them. They're nice. Yeah. Everyone I've ever stayed in has been real nice. I've only ever stayed in one. Have you ever stayed in a, in a room, G? A hotel room? Yeah. 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 Where at? South Georgia sometimes. Oh, okay. Something like that. Oh, Tennessee. Yeah. That's the only one I've ever stayed in when we were going down, running buck back and forth to A-back. Yeah. We stayed in that one Hilton down there. Yeah, that's a nice one down there in Tifton, Georgia. That's a real nice one. That uh, that wasn't a Hilton we stayed in when we went to Panama, mm. but it was still a nice one. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's real nice. I mean, that's a Panama City Hotel. That's a little you, bit different, too. You, you got, I'm telling you, you got to be careful going to some of those places to stay. You got to be real careful. It's worth it, man, just to go ahead to me and have a little bit of peace of mind and spend the extra 40 or 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Just have a little bit better peace of mind, spend the extra 40 or 50 bucks, and not have to, you know, which something could happen anywhere, but you know what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. What you got? You got anything for this podcast? I like Hilton Hotels. <laughs> we was just basically touching the bases, wasn't we, G? Yeah. Yeah. We've we been so dad-blasted busy 
going on. So you ain't got nothing. And and let me say, you made it seem like when I told you I was getting a bike that I didn't get a, a real bike and I went and got a little mini bike. I did get a mountain bike, by the way. And you ain't rode it one time. You ain't even got a helmet yet. Because I plan yeah, on riding it on Saturday. Yeah, I do right there. A oh. 22 vent airflow. Where'd you get that at? Z-Fall helmet, son. Come at me. <laughs> Where'd you get that at? Walmart. Well, when you going to start riding? I'm going to probably start this week. You got any leads on me a bike? Because I'll ride with you. You can't look for your own bike. I found that bike in a day. Like the day I decided, hey, I'm going to do this, I found that bike. Somebody I knew had it. And I said, I'll meet you there. And I met them there. Well, I don't have all the free time that you got to be looking for bikes and stuff. Make free time. I'm working. I make You see this time. room that we're in? That you sleep in? Yeah. That's how it gets paid for. By somebody that's out there working, not worried about mini bikes and Hayden Williams Jr. concerts. And hey, you put yourself in that position. 22 vent you airflow. You put yourself in that position. <laughs> 22 vent airflow. I got to crush that rock, son. Oh, I big got, bad crusher, man. I got, I got to crush that rock. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? You're so cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got nothing. No. Gosh almighty, man. I brought the heat on the last one with them giant ground sloths. G, you got anything? Zero. Zero. G Money brought you the phone addicts. Yeah, that that was just off the wall, G. <laughs> that was off the wall, man. Well, that's how G Money is anyway. Yeah. Well, all right, well we're going to bump off this nugget. I love y'all. Love you. Love you. We'll holler at you. Deuces. <laughs>